The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. I got a fever, and the only prescription is both over the line! This, of course, Buffy, you were over the line, this is the Cigar Authority. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? The Authority. Is that a serious question? On everything cigar. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. And out of the cigar industry. That was pretty awesome. With your host. You have to use so many cuss words. David Garofalo. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Mr. Jonathan. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Barry Stump. Put the scotch on the rocks. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any Glen. It's time to light them up. Sounds really fun. It's time. Cool. 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 For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more cowbell. Saturday, September 30th, 2017, International Podcast Day, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Stage today at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, which is right above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Today is International Podcast Day and the grand opening of this new concept business I call Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's the first of its kind, and it's here, and we're live. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, Awarded the top 10 educational podcasts by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. All right, so this is it. We're open for business. Open for business. It's business time. Stuff's going messed up, but that's what happens. You, you start something up, something, things get messed up. Murphy's Law, they call it. Is that what is that what Murphy's Law is? Mr. Jonathan's Law, whatever. <laughs> we'll call it whatever we're going to call it. I think that that's closer. Yeah. So we figured <clears throat> we'd go to the first and last. First day we're open, the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and the last cigar you may ever want to smoke. You just go to it. It becomes a go-to for you. It becomes your regular cigar. Okay. Where are you going with this? It's the last call. Aha. Barry, tell us about it. Sure. Our first cigar is the last cigar from the September Care Package. It is aptly named Last Call. The Last Call by A.J. Fernandez is the perfect way to commence the day with a cup of coffee or to end the evening with your favorite beverage. A delicious Ecuadorian Rosado Habano wrapper envelopes a binder and select fillers from Nicaragua. And for those who like something a little heavier, it's also available in a Pennsylvania broadleaf format. It ranges at price from $4.70 to $6, and it comes in 25-pound boxes. So this is not the fuller-bodied one. You know what? We are smoking. I should have looked at the cigar, but we are smoking. This is the fuller-bodied one. We are one. smoking the fuller-bodied one. Okay, this is the Pennsylvania Broadleaf Maduro. That is correct. Yes. So it features a Pennsylvania Broadleaf wrapper over a binder and select fillers from Nicaragua. Okay. And uh, it, it looks like at the foot of the cigar we have a... Um, the wrapper is unfinished, yeah. unfinished, and um, this is a low-priced cigar. It is definitely a lower-priced value cigar, but smokes much more expensive. So we'll decide that. So how much for this? This one is roughly around five twenty-nine a cigar. Roughly, roughly five twenty-nine. So you're looking at a five-dollar cigar. That's why I say maybe it becomes your last. Maybe it 
becomes your, your regular rotation cigar. Regular everyday cigar, $5 cigar, right? Tough thing, too, when you first – when you look at Connecticut Broadleaf, it's, if it's real Broadleaf – Well, Pennsylvania Broadleaf. I'm sorry, Pennsylvania Broadleaf. It's awful ugly. Yeah. But you can't let that deter. A lot of consumers buy with their eyes. Maybe you give it a try at this ugliness for 5 bucks, but you got to get past that and give it a shot. I don't think it looks that ugly. I don't know. It, it, it's rustic looking. It, it looks like it's a tough cigar. It looks like it's going to be strong to me. It's definitely one of the better looking Pennsylvania Broadleafs on the market. Yeah. Usually, yeah, usually it's worse than that. Maybe I got... I, I would think. Mine's prettier? Yeah, I got a bad one. <laughs> Mine's pretty ugly. Yeah? All right, but get, pa get past the look and let's give it a cut and light, see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. Another thing that's going to freak you out about this cigar right off the bat, you cut it, you put it in your mouth, the draw is not that good. Right. Because it's an unfinished foot. Right. You're going to burn right through that. And today we're going to burn right through it with our Vertigo Renegade. This is a quad-flamed flip-out bullet punch lighter where all four jets are fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. It's the Vertigo Renegade for $14.99. Raisiny. Raisiny. Strong the raisin. The cold draw definitely had some raisin to it. I'm going to say something, and you guys are going to change your mind. All right. Welch's Grape Soda. Could be a little of that. You wouldn't know because you jumped right into it. <laughs> could no, could be. You in a rush? No, I got gotcha. you. You know, now that I'm late and I'm smoking it, all I can think of is grape soda. Fan of the grape soda? A huge fan of the grape yeah. soda. Welch's Grape Soda? In my world, spelled S-O-D-E-R, soda. We called it tonic where I grew up. Do you call it tonic now? Tonic water, but not for a no. soda. Yeah. Give me a tonic. Be a, a soda. People say, stuff of your hair, you wouldn't understand this, Jonathan. Stuff of your hair, no. I would assume if it was tonic that it came with gin in it. And then you have yourself a party. Now, yeah. now we're talking. No, what kind of tonic do you carry? Coke. No? I don't want gin and Coke. You lived around here, though. Yeah, we didn't call it tonic. No? Must okay. have been an Everett thing. We were poor kids. We didn't even have Welch's grape soda. That was a special treat. We had grape drink. Yeah. <laughs> I was convinced my entire life, and I still think so, that they would take those, you know, the things you put in the freezer? Strong. Yeah. <laughs> and the ices. And then I, w I just thought that the grape drink was the purple icy that they just poured in uh, that thing. When I see. Disappointing to you because you usually like to suck the grape out of it. Mm. You gotta save that crap for your asylum bit. That's it. People uh, are complaining about that. Your asylum bit. Yes. <laughs> At my house too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Garoppolo. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, this is strong. This is uh, yeah. this is a, a punch in the back of the throat right off the bat. It's a kick in the pants. Why did we go with this right off the bat? See, that's why I was thinking we were gonna smoke the risotto because it's more in your wheelhouse. Wow, this is strong. Feel tingling around your lips? My whole face is tingling right now. Uh, charcoal. Mm -hmm. A lot of charcoal taste. It's yeah. a sweet charcoal, though. I didn't know it came in different varieties. Oh, yeah. Maybe like a mesquite. There's a barbecue-iness to it. When the barbecue sauce from, from whatever you're cooking 
burns on burnt. the charcoal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On, on the briquette. Wow. I see what you're saying. On the briquette. No, it's a burnt end. You get the beef and the, the little ends that burn. You break a little piece of that yeah. off. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time. A little salty component. Only thing I break a piece off is Kit Kat. All right, so let's talk a little about it's International Podcast Day. So what is a podcast? Those that are listening, you realize what a podcast is. Why am I saying this? For the people who aren't listening, we have some people in the studio audience today because we're open for business. People can come in here. It is a uh, it, it started off as the iPod, right? A broadcast on the iPod. So that becomes the podcast. And the iPod was revolutionary. Because you were able to really, for the first time, carry around all your music in your pocket. Or shows, broadcasts. Right. It didn't have to be music. It could be word-based. Correct. So that, that's where it happens. Today, International Podcast Day, which is September 30th, every single year. This has been going around since, what, 2014. So it's a new thing because the whole thing is a new thing. Um Going back to when it really all started. It all started in 2004, 13 years ago, right? The iPod is out there. And I don't know if you even know. An MTV jock, Adam Curry. I know Adam Curry. He invented podcasting. He's the one that ended up doing it. And uh, with his, uh, uh, teamed up with a guy, Dave Weiner. And he invented the podcast. First mentioning the podcast uh, happens uh, a little while later. Auto-blogging podcasting, and guerrilla media. Those were the three choices. They were put out as all three of them and see which one stuck. Audio blogging, podcasting, or guerrilla media. And podcasting is the one that ended up sticking. And Barry Stein, the first really downloadable weekly podcast. Any idea what that would be? Uh, I'm asking you because if anybody knows this answer, it's you. So it either has to do, hang on, has to do with... Some sort of porn, or it has to do with sports is where he's going. I'm going to say neither or because Adam Curry used to host a show called Headbangers Ball. Yep. And I'm going to assume it had something to do with, with rock music or along those lines. Mr. Jonathan, you are correct. American sex writer. <laughs> had a downloadable <laughs> weekly show in bed with Susie Bright. Now you're talking. And, uh, and the Barry Stein connection comes to light. So – that's where it all starts. I think that's how the internet started. Did it? Yeah, 100%. It was yeah. por- about porn. Yeah. Let's find out how we can put porn out to the masses and build a media thing around that. <laughs> it was Al Gore in his bedroom. Right. I need to be able to look at porn and not have Tipper see it. So that's what he did. He created the internet. So 2005, uh, podcasting is starting to get known out there. I- Apple iTunes starts to support it. So uh, later then you you. Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo? Yahoo. 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 <laughs> Yahoo. Launches the po- Are they still out there? Yahoo or Yahoo. Yahoo. Both are still there. Yeah, right? both and I don't like either of them. Uh, they, um, they launched the podcast search. They were the ones that actually you could start searching for podcasts. They were the ones to do it. And the Oxford Dictionary calls it the word of the year. 2005. Podcasting goes the word of the year. 2006, Steve Jobs from Apple demonstrates how to do a podcast. Nice. And 2010, all this happens, and then it lays pretty dormant until the Cigar Authority launches. It took six You're years. You're going with that, huh? Yeah. It took six years when we learned about it. 2010, uh, we start this ridiculous thing. 
2011, Adam Carolla becomes the record holder for the most download podcasts. Take a guess. The Man Show. No, not what it's called. I'm going to go with how many? One billion downloads. 59 million Um, unique downloads in two years. Closest without going over. He holds the record. 2012, 29% of all Americans have listened to a podcast in 2012. 29%. 2013, Apple announced 1 billion podcast subscribers worldwide. 1 billion in 2013. 2016 becomes a podcaster's Hall of Fame. We were overlooked. For some reason. Yes, for some reason. In 2017, here we are today, September 30th, and the first ever podcast cafe opens up in Salem, New Hampshire. Hopefully this will become one of the historic things because there becomes podcast cafes all over the world. Who Wouldn't knows? that be nice? I think you just secured your induction. Yeah, have I? I think so. And I, and I know the people from the podcast world are listening to this show today and saying, how can they still be on the air? But <laughs> other questions would be, um, wow. Well, the beautiful thing about cafe. podcasting is no one can kick you off the air. That's right. You can just get, you can just upload it. That's it. Can't so get fired. It. Can't get us off. And uh, that's the way it is. This is right now the golden age of podcasting. If you think it came a long way, you've seen nothing yet. Um, in 2014, when people got their iPhones, they, they became the first little um, square that's there that said podcast on their phones. So that was a big thing because people said, what is this little button? And hit the podcast and then, oh my God, the show's here. And then they were able to see podcasting. Next year, Android is going to start having it on theirs, which is going to be another big hit that's going right. to happen there. So this thing is going to evolve. This, this, I believe, is the golden age uh, if you're thinking of becoming a podcaster, you listen to this and say, well, those guys have really nothing to say. I can do that. Nothing whatsoever. And you probably can. You should become a podcaster uh, if you want to not have to buy all the equipment and know how to operate it and want to get a jump start. By all means, that's the idea of Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You can have a great cup of coffee, but also you can basically rent space inside the studio and we'll have a producer here for you, and the show is already set. You don't have to buy equipment. You don't have to do anything. It'd be like joining a gym, right? You can certainly buy your own equipment and all that, but you just have to go to the gym, go there, and leave. Somebody else is going to clean up your mess after you, and you're all set. Same thing. You come here. We'll do it all for you, and we'll see where that goes. I don't know. This is the whole crazy concept of this podcast, Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Now, now you got to get the word out. You got to let people know where do you put it. You got to build a website. You got to do this. Got to do that. How do you get it on all these places and stuff? How do you do that, Dave? We can do that for you. You can do it yourself by all means, and there's plenty of information out there on the web. You just go out there and say, "How do I do this?" Uh, Or you become a member of the United Podcast Network, which we are, along with a whole bunch of other shows, and hopefully more to come. And they'll do all that for you. And get it out there because you want to be on places like iHeartRadio and iTunes and all these different things. And each one of these things costs you some money to, to uh, set up an account and things like that. Becoming part of the United Podcast Network, the whole network itself is part of it, and we can push you along uh, through. So that's the idea of that. So uh, there we go. That is uh, the going on there with the podcast that ding ding means it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by vs vs means versus but it stands for victor sinclair cigars who would win this hypothetical battle and the hypothetical battle today 
is a perfect one because we're talking about podcasting. It's radio versus podcast. Which would you rather give up for the day for 24 hours? Stop listening to the radio for 24 hours or stop listening to any podcast for 24 hours? And here it is, you today. How do you feel about it? Radio versus podcast. You got to give one up. It's a tough one. But I'm going to say I would give up radio because all of my favorite radio shows upload as a podcast. So I can still get it. It's interesting listening to um, people in the media, uh, talk shows and stuff, and they say, catch my podcast. They're already gearing themselves up. So the switch over is happening. You know, you can see them, and they're being smart for it. The people that were doing typewriters, for instance, they were making typewriters. Jeez, you saw what was going. Make keyboards, you know. Right. What are you you doing? You you think this this thing is going to stick around? I don't think so. I've begun to make the switch. I used to have Sirius XM in my car, and I let the the subscription run out. So now I just pair my phone through to Bluetooth, and I stream various shows to and from work. I have Google Home in my house. Yeah. Don't turn on radio. I just say, okay, Google, play the Cigar Authority, and boom, it's right there. Nice. Or, you know, play. Alexa's doing that stuff yeah, now. Yeah, play Pitbull Radio. It's going to play Pitbull. Yeah. So you get whatever you want on it. it it's it's The whole be- world has become on demand. I don't know. I'm young enough to remember having to tape shows on. Uh, I'm old enough to remember to tape shows on the VCR. I'm old enough to remember there was nothing to tape on it so therefore it was wednesday at nine o'clock and it's time for my show mm-hmm. and i have to get ready and you got to wait till the commercial if you have to go to the bathroom because you're gonna miss it yeah i used to always wonder how long it would take before i could just watch my a-team show and not have to tape it on the tape and when the dvr came out that kind of changed how videos were watched because yeah. you could record your show at nine o'clock and not have to be home and then when you get home, the show's ready, and oh, I don't have time to watch it all. Push pause and watch the rest later. Yeah. I can't tell you the last time I watched a TV show at its designated time. I just go to on demand, watch it yeah. on my time. So that's what the, the the industry, that's what the world has become now. And I say world because it's international. It's no doubt about it. It's on demand. Everything. Well, now you can get YouTube on your TV. Yes. All the TVs are smart TVs now. You just have the YouTube app, and you can pull up the Cigar Authority. Right on your TV. And the new automobiles that are coming out are automatically going to have the uh, podcast available. Boom. You're going to click the things, the new ones that are coming out. This is awesome. the way it's going to go. So why would you listen to the AM station, staticky? Uh, hold on. I can, I'm driving out of range and I can't get it or whatever. It's over. It's over. It's over, folks. Let it die. Let it go. Come to the dark side. Come to the pod side. So, podcast side. So I'm a I'm a podcast. podcast I would say podcast. Absolutely podcast is what it is. That's the that's a layup, what I call a layup. Then it's of course it's about podcasting. So uh early thoughts here on the AJ Fernandez last call. Very roasted. Almost over roasted. Uh espresso y coffee kind of note, but a little on the dark side. It calmed down enough to me at the beginning of it. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not going to get through this. Why this? But it's okay. It calmed down a bit. But it is, uh, like you say, it's it's a burnt quality. Yeah. For the finish to me, though, there's a sweetness and some raisin. And there's that burnt toast quality that kind of gives it. Raisin. Raisin toast. Raisin toast. I got you. Someone send me a message this week <laughs> and remind me to delete that button. 
That was by popular demand by request in the <laughs> chat room. That's a, we play. We take requests, folks. <laughs> Since you when? One of your favorite soundbite. <laughs> uh, no, AJ Fernandez. Uh, he's got a lot of stuff going on, and and value seems to be uh, his thing. It's from farm, right, right there. So you got, you know, being a retailer, customers come in all the time, and and one of the requests that that is uh, we have a hard time answering customers for is I'm looking for a very full-bodied cigar in a value price. You start getting into the really full-bodied cigars, they get up there in price. So this is one of those uh, that we can actually mention to somebody. Yeah, it's a good one for that. So uh, it's actually a great cigar for this time of year, too. You know, if you're outside and smoking, a lot of the last calls are a smaller format. You're going to go and walk the dog. You don't want to stay out too long as the temperatures begin to dip at night. Last call is the perfect size. You know. I myself would go with the Rosado version. This is a little strong, but end of the night, this is what I'd want to do towards the end of the day, not the beginning of the See, day. This I, I go the opposite. Wrapper, yes. The Rosado, I would go early in the day yeah. for the morning dog walk. And then in the evening dog walk, I would go with this one. You haven't walked your dog in your life. Who <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a dog in like yeah. 20 years, but yeah. I like to smoke my strongest cigar first thing in the morning. Really? Whatever the strongest thing I'm going to smoke all day, first cigar. And then everything else gets milder after that. So this would not be an evening smoke for me. If I was going to light it up, it would be first thing in the morning. I don't because I'm afraid my palate's going to get wrecked. I know what I'm going to smoke in the next hour. I don't want to wreck my palate. You want to just put this down now? Is no, that what you're saying? No, I'm not going to put it down. But And this says nothing bad about the cigar. It's burning perfect. It has a lot of flavor. It's just so full body to me. And the people that love it, listen, you love full body, you, you know, what is it? My, you know, our, our customer comes in the store. We say mild, medium, or full body. They say mild. You can't give them this. No, no way. You know, somebody says full body. You take take them over to here, and they and they want to try it. But if I gave this to somebody who said they wanted a mild cigar, I, I don't want to say dislike it. It's not what they expected. It's not what they want. It's it's too much full flavored. Too much full body. It feels like AJ Fernandez makes cigars for the new school cigar smoker. Because even their New World Connecticut, which we carry, yeah. is a fuller-bodied Connecticut. Yeah. It's not even it, it medium at, 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 and low. Yeah. Medium plus yeah. by the time you're done Medi- with it. Yeah. 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 As a Connecticut. So – and you think there's people out there want a Connecticut that's that full-bodied? Well, we know they sell. They do sell. Yeah. But I think it's difficult to get a person who likes a fuller-bodied cigar to try – a Connecticut, even if you're going to tell them it's stronger, they look at it and they go, uh, I don't think that's going to be strong enough. And also somebody that walks up to the register with a handful of Connecticut shade cigars and you see that in there, you kind of give, got to give them the warning. By the way, yeah. this is not as mild as you might think it is. Yeah. And, oh, really? You know, yeah, I'll try it anyway. The price is good. Let me see what it is. And, uh, yeah. I don't know, it's... It, it, you're asking for trouble making a full-body Connecticut, I think. Right. I find their enclave on the lower end, the medium, is more geared toward the milder cigar smoker than the mild-looking New World Connecticut. I would yeah. rather have somebody make a mild, dark cigar than a strong, shade cigar Yeah. myself. I, I like the way that a shade wrapper tastes. I don't want it that masked by stronger fillers. Yeah. So I, I can't, I'm, I'm looking forward to actually listening to this episode because we have a studio audience and – Typically, in a, in a podcast setting, people go into a closed room, completely silent. Right. Um, they want the audio production to be as, as good as possible. In other words, not hearing background 
voices. You hear them here, right? There's coffee grinders going. There's people talking and stuff. How how is that? Is that is that a positive thing? If you were listening on, you're part of the you're part of the party, or is it you know? I think it's uh, added to the charm of being filmed in front of a live studio yeah. audience. So because we do have the other option, which is to go into the other room with the foam boards, and it'll be quiet in there, and it'll sound uh, without a background, and the audience can still hear it. So we have these two options here available, but just uh, wondering how, how it will be. Yeah, the well-seasoned Gourmand will be there, and that's Tommy Grella, who used to be a part of the Cigar Authority. Right. Right. So uh, actually, I thought he was going to come in here and, and jump in and uh, talk a little, because uh, but maybe, maybe he'll come. We're doing a, a special show uh Tonight at 6 o'clock. We'll tell you that after the break. Uh, right now, let's go to break. When we come back, Studio 21 Podcast Cafe might be just starting today, but we already have a handful of shows lined up in broadcasting today and more on the way. We're going to tell you about them as we smoke cigars and uh, talk cigars a little bit. We're going to continue to talk about cigars, but we're live at Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick, the Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman's or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. The natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. 
the hottest new brand is the pissed off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part, La Galera Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Hey, what's up, people? This is David Ortiz, Big Poppy from the Big Poppy Cigar. You're listening to Cigar Authority. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Stage at the grand opening of Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome back, everybody. We've got a studio audience here. You can hear it in the background. And um, this is the idea of the Podcast Cafe. You're actually in a working cafe. People are having uh, coffee drinks and uh, all kinds of different things, cappuccinos, espressos, lattes, cold brew. We were supposed to have nitro. Before I get another, before I get another email about this, it's freaking espresso. Espresso. There's no X in it. Espresso. 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 And I'm an Italian. But you should know better. It's espresso. It's not espresso. 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 And and people, you're gonna have to send an awful lot of emails if you're correcting our vocabulary and stuff on this show. It's, right. It t- typically is an add-on we to, ab- the, we to the email. The, we abuse the English language. That you abuse part the of English language. Challenge. I've said it before. This is the only podcast that needs subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? What did he say? <laughs> Along with the New England accent, yes, we are up here. Uh, we're from the Boston area for the um, lots of people, lots of new people listening to the show for the first time. Uh, it's, it's a show about a cigar show, right? The Cigar Authority, so we know about cigars. But... When you go into a cigar lounge, and today I think is an exception. We've got a lot of people maybe not into cigars listening to the show. 
in a cigar lounge. They talk about all kinds of different things. And it's usually a bunch of guys, right? We have a few girls here, but, I mean, it's a it's a bunch of guys. So it becomes guy talk. So we kind of dragged the, the guy talk into it. And Barry took it over the line. you know, Way over the yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's mostly guy talk. Hey, I told my wife, go big or go home. There we go. And then you disappointed her? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it's a lot of jokes. Two there. inches is big. Yeah, it's big for a little person. So we're smoking uh, the last call from AJ Fernandez. This is a uh, short, dark, and very full-bodied cigar. Not always do short, dark cigars have to be full-bodied the way this is, but this one is. There's no denying it. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, which is something we put together because people wanted to listen to the show, and when we're talking about flavors and things we get, they'll actually be smoking the same thing that we do. So we put this together because they asked, and we charge $20 a month to be part of the care package. You get four cigars per month, including shipping, get sent to you. Well, in this case, you're looking at a $5 cigar, so kind of the math is okay, even yeah. though there's shipping involved and stuff that we're providing. But a lot of the times you get $10 cigars and $15 cigars and whatever, and, and the math really doesn't work out in a business sense to me because I'm in a business to sell cigars, not to lose a lot of money on cigars. So we first opened it up to maybe 500 people, and the first 500 people, they signed up, and 500 losing $5 on each one, do the math, and that's monthly. I said, okay, we're going to stop it. That's enough, um, but people will be able to do it and join along with us, but we'll stop it. And then we got hundreds and hundreds of emails of when, when are we going to do this again? So we opened it up again for people, and we brought it up to near the $1,000, 1000 um, care packages that go out, right. and we stopped it again. So why am I telling you this? That Because you can't get in. No. I'm telling you because we're going to be opening it up soon again. So you listen to the show. When you hear us say we're going to open it up, it'll be for a short period of time. And if you listen to this show and then you don't listen to the next five shows, I'm not even responding to emails asking when the care package is opening up. I'm not even responding. You've got to listen to the show. That's all. We only I'm, want people that are true fans of the show being on the care package. That's it. Yeah, we don't want you buying the cigars because they're cheap. We want you to smoke along with us. And right. when we come up with these ridiculous tastes like raisins and it's burnt ends of meat and all this stuff. None of that, that is ridiculous, yeah. by the way. Yeah. As you smoke it, you say, I think he may have something here. Welch's grape juice. I this don't have is, any of that anymore, but. This is if you if you toasted your toast a little too much. Just, just a little burnt, but it was cinnamon toast. That's what's ah. going on here. A little burnt. Cinnamon. Burnt cinnamon toast. Burnt cinnamon toast. Not bad. See, if you're smoking it, you know right now, and you say, you know, you're not far off. I'm at I the see, halfway mark. In I case see somebody just lit. You're not getting that. Yeah, as it as it's getting down. Um, By the way, one of the people in the chat room said our lack of grammar is a key part of our chalk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's. We're going to get more of that. Accurate. You're going to get more of it. And uh, it, at the beginning, and I was interviewed earlier this week talking about putting the podcast together, and I explained to uh, the podcaster's coach, that was uh, the guy that interviewed me, and um, he said, um, tell me about the early days of when you started doing the podcast. And I said, you know, the first few podcasts we tried to do, and Jonathan, you were there at the very beginning with, us, with me, and we tried to do it correct and pronounce every word, and try to be professional broadcasters. It was terrible, and we were terrible at it. 
Not to say that we're not terrible now. We're still, yeah, right. We're still but, too- but trying to be somebody we weren't, that's the bad part, was really bad, and it came off that way. Couldn't even listen to it. There's, um, you know, we're up on almost 400 shows at this point. Those early ones aren't even there. Thank God. Right. Thank God you can take this stuff down. Um, which if you're going to do a podcast, I recommend you, first off, just do it. Just start the thing up. It is going to be horrible. I promise you it's going to be horrible. Yeah, even if you're, pretty, you're better than us, it's going to be horrible. And, and when you listen to it, you can be your own critic. That's the key is to be a good critic to yourself. And get a couple out there and you, you don't like them or if you got the nerve to end up sharing them with people and let them chime in. And as it gets on, you get more comfortable with it. But the key is to just be yourself. If you're trying to be somebody else, unless you're a fantastic actor, just easier. This is who you are. When we make mistakes, we say it. If, if I if I make a mistake and I don't say it, I can count on Jonathan. To I will absolutely yes. say it. You bring it up every single time. If not, Barry's got my back on the other side or something, and we do the same for him. And we just try to find the errors of our ways. Now, where we have a lot of people that may not be uh, cigar smokers, or maybe they're, they smoke cigars once in a while, and they're checking out the show because of being International Podcast Day. Yes. We should discuss a little bit of the health benefits yes. of Health benefits on smoking? Cigars. Is it possible that there is a benefit to it? Go ahead. Well, you got uh, the FDA tried doing uh, a study about two years ago. And the study ends up proving that if you smoke a couple of cigars a day, nothing happens to you. You're, it's, it's, you're actually a little bit better off than a non-smoker. So then they made the study larger. They got a bigger cross-section of the population. Again, cigar smokers versus non-smokers. And you live a little bit longer. And, it, and you're it, less likely to get things that are typically called tobacco-related illnesses. COPD, lung cancer, Alzheimer's, the list, Alzheimer's, the list goes on. All kinds of benefits that it ends up having. It's hot. We're talking about premium cigars. We're not talking about cigarettes. We're not talking, we're talking about chewing tobacco, pipe tobacco, any of that stuff. And they categorize that as the cigarettes and then as OTP, other tobacco products. And they lump all us other tobacco products. That includes vape also. Yes. Uh, all connected as other tobacco products. I want to actually remove the premium cigar part of it. And let's put that all by itself. And when that is separated out from itself, and was it American Lung Association? Uh, American Cancer Institute. Cancer Institute. Monograph number nine, it's, gonna, it's called. And they did it a long time ago, the biggest study ever done, uh, trying to, to say that all tobacco products were bad. At the end of this thing, their findings, and I bring this up when I fight legislation, their findings themselves is smoking one to two cigars per day does not change the overall mortality rate of that than somebody who is a non-smoker. And it has actually benefits to that. You've got to dig deep into it. 700-page thing. Read the whole thing if you want. Go to the very end of it and see the findings, which is what I just read to you. Uh, but if you go really deep into it, you'll see the benefit. And I, I, I have a mailbag to this effect. Yeah. Brian uh, from Redondo Beach, California writes, I read monograph number nine. wasn't easy to power through it. No, believe tough me. One. Please expand on your feeling about this. You've made mentions of it several times as a finding that it is in our favor. When you look at the charts toward the end, it does appear there is little risk to health, especially in the one to two cigar range per day. Yeah, the fact is you are going to die. Yeah, you know, like, the 1.0 is everybody Everybody is yeah. going to die eventually. Uh, so why does the entire preface of the study, uh, sorry, I lost my place, say that they conclude basically that cigars are extremely hazardous and on par with cigarettes? And I'll tell you, the scientists that do the study, whoever funds the study, they 
preface of the study gets written for those people. Yeah. It which, is which a preface, and, and it says right in there, this is the opinion of the scientist that wrote the study. We know one of them. He And the, the opinion piece they write at the beginning, and sometimes you'll find them at the end, have nothing to do with the actual findings. This is the opinion of one of the scientists who has something positive to say for the people funding the study, in this case, the National Cancer Institute, yeah. who is really just looking to get funding out of this. Yeah. My favorite statistic from that report is that it is more dangerous to inhale a scented candle than it is to smoke a cigar. So anytime your wife tells you, oh, it's bad for you, it's bad for you, and she goes and she lights up that apple-scented candle, yeah. tell her that's a bigger danger. Yeah. Hey, there's lots of dangers out there. Choose, choose your poison or whatever you want to end up doing. But our belief uh, in 32 years of being in the retail cigar industry, lots of 90-year-old customers, lots of them. Not That's right. We have a 90-year-old customer, lots of them. Uh, people in the cigar industry, lots of 90-year-old guys working every single day. So uh, that's the way it is. But listen, you're listening to a podcast about cigars, you're going to hear some, some, some cigar information, some pro-cigar information. You're certainly not going to hear that in your local news. Uh, because we're the easiest minority to beat up. Other than smokers. gingers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ball gingers. Is there such a thing? Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. So uh, United Podcast Network, I'm going to get back to that again. Um, we have um, a network of shows already set up. This is grand opening day. As we're building out, people have come to us already and said we want to uh, do a podcast. So, um Cigar Authority, uh, Saturday at noon to 2. The two-hour show, by the way, if you're thinking about doing a podcast. We made a lot of mistakes going on. We learned a lot in eight years. One of the first mistakes is don't do a two-hour podcast. It's long. It's long. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to it, and we don't want to do it. But we got we got into the groove of doing it. I'm we just going to throw this out there. Yeah. At any time. It's our show. We could shorten it down yeah. to an hour. I'm just... Well, the thing is that happened to us, and you're going to hear a lot of commercial content that are in here, is when you do a podcast also, the podcast can actually become a business for you. It can be monetized into a real business for you because yeah. we have a lot of advertising, and it's a – not at the beginning, of course. I mean, you have nobody, and it's a – cost outlay of what it's going but once you get going on the thing it can become a business and the reason why i put the podcast together is to basically educate my consumer right to help my business so i put it together to help my business not monetarily but to help the business overall that would become monetary Well, because you can't talk sale. to every single customer but if people are downloading the podcast now you can talk to thousands and thousands and they of can listen anytime if we, if we talk about a certain subject i could certainly say to them Oh, yeah, you know, and, and get a little into it and say, if you ever want to get, you know, hear a whole lot of this thing, just go on to episode blah, 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 and there's a whole thing on monograph number nine, and you can listen to that and find out whatever, and then they listen to the, to the thing instead of saying it literally thousands and thousands of times the same, the same thing. Um, so it, it could become a business. So if, if you have some sort of business uh, or hobby that you want to turn into a business or something, podcasting is a, is a great opportunity. It certainly is. Um so we have the well-seasoned gourmand. This is our friend Tommy Grella, who started uh, the Cigar Authority with us. After uh, about a year or so with us in the Cigar Authority, he left. He got into the restaurant business. He was in the next Food Network star. He uh, opened his own restaurant. And now he goes around to other people's restaurants and critiques them. Very interesting show, though. Gourmand is overindulging, overeating type of thing. This is Tommy Grella. And, yeah, it's uh, just Tommy yeah, Grella. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only one who overeats. But he goes around 
and tries to find the best each of each item. So the best roast beef sandwich, the best cheesesteak, the best French fries is the show uh, that he's going to have on today. And uh, he'll go around to all the and explain why. As a chef and a guy that knows food, why this is the best and this is what he thinks. And, you know, you'll look at the top ten. I know you can just Google what's the best, whatever it is. He'll go around and actually eat them all. And he, he's got a body to prove it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he'll go around trying them all, and they'll say, I saw them all, and here's what the best is. And it may be something you never even heard of. And it was for me on a few episodes, and I, I went and got what he said, and the guy knows his stuff. Well, ne- he never trust a skinny knows, chef, right? Yeah, he certainly knows his stuff. He, he knows his stuff. So today, he's, uh, he's usually on Wednesday at 1 o'clock uh, is when he broadcasts live, but today he's going to be on, uh, when do we have him on today is 2.30, right after this show. Um, right. We'll, have, we'll have his show uh, coming on at 2.30. Um, and... Um, Another uh, guy out there that does mortgages. So you, you're thinking of uh, doing a mortgage uh, for your home and uh, want the right price for it and want to know uh, how to get the money and whatever. Refinance. Yeah, all that. Uh, Easy Money New England is the name of the show. It's going to be on today at 4 o'clock. Uh, he has not picked his regular scheduled day. We'll find out that today. Uh, the next show after that, today at 5 o'clock, is going to be the Success Coacher. Uh, coaster. Su- coaster. Success coaster like a roller coaster but the right. roller rolls coaster, right off the tongue yeah roller coaster of success basically and this is uh frederick smith jr who's going to come on and and uh he has a very interesting past of uh making a lot of money losing a lot of money and making a lot of money back so this is the roller coaster of uh the entrepreneur basically so you'll hear about that uh also we have um real estate house party that is part of it this is um a real real estate uh, company along with the attorneys. So, um, and, and they bring on guests for each show. They're big into comedians, big time comedians and stuff to keep the show lively and happy and uh, fun. So, I'm looking forward to seeing that myself. Um, the Diamond Mind, for lack of a better word, we don't have a, a name for this guy. This guy does diamond work for when you watch the red carpet things on TV and stuff, and they're wearing a certain uh, really? thing of diamonds and stuff. He does these fancy things. Uh, there is no store. This is a, you know, what are you wearing? And they say the guy's name or whatever it is. This is one of those guys. So if you want some fancy, uh, and, and I said, oh, this is just going to be for people that have millions of dollars or whatever. And he says, no, no, this, uh, you know, you can get some earrings for your wife or you can get, you know, this and this. And is this. he the guy that can grow diamonds? He was telling me that they that there's, there is some new diamond thing. He's going to have all kinds of things of explaining that stuff. But he can go on and on. I mean, it was some of the stuff I didn't understand, but you know, it was just him trying to explain what yeah. the concept of the show is. So uh, you know, he obviously wants the, the final thing to be people uh, are interested in this product. But even if you don't, you know, you're not interested in buying it. Believe me, the stories are very interesting. So we're opening us that this up to anybody and everybody in any kind of business. If you want to be part of the United Podcast Network, we'll get the stuff out for you. If you want to. Come and just record it and take the stuff with you and distribute yourself. Studio 21 Podcast Cafe is the place to do it. So uh, with that said, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars.
They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. Can I, can I jump in for one second, Barry, before you do this? Yes. This is a, a segment for a, a crazy cigar called Asylum Cigars, so it's usually a crazy story, as Barry has said. And sometimes they get a little lewd and a little... Racy. Proper. Racy? Racy. I don't know about... They're racy. Yeah? Not racist. Okay. Racy. So just a, a little warning of what this is, because I know you got some emails on negative, but, but now we have an audience out there that may not understand this. So I just want to preface it a little bit. Go ahead. I come with a disclaimer now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've all heard the phrase, it's raining cats and dogs, but that never happened. And no one wants it to be raining men, except for maybe our own Mr. Jonathan. Yeah. And then there is Sharknado, where water spouts lift sharks from the ocean. And they feed on B-grade actors. I saw that. That can't be true, or is it? During a light rain this week in Tampico, Mexico, it appears that's precisely what happened as several fish fell from the sky in front of startled onlookers. According to the Library of Congress, this happened in the 19th century as well in Kansas City and Dubuque, Iowa. But it's also happened in recent times in Louisiana, Serbia, and Australia. Someone call REM as this could be the end of the world as we know it. And fire up those rulers of the universe, saviors of mankind, the almighty chainsaw, because that's not only insane, it's asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to it back a little bit this week. All right, you did good. Is that a true story? True story. Fish fell from the sky. Fish fell from the sky. I will only do an asylum if it's a true story. Yes, that's true, because I sent you something, and you said this. Which would have been racy beyond belief, (laughs) but it turned out not to be true. Are you encouraging him behind our back? I know, and as I click the button, I'm like, why do I add to this? Why do I do do it? It's because. But I just saw something that was perfect, and I'm like, let me send it to him. But believe me, the second I hit the button, you know, you ever ever do something, and oh, right at that moment. It's. Why it's like I, there's two I was personalities. All, I was all excited because I told you there's a King Missile song called Detachable Penis <laughs> that would have been perfect <laughs> for that segment, but it turned out not to be true. We all have two people. You have the guy who is writing the check and then the guy whose account the check comes out of, and that those are our two personalities. So it seems like a good idea in the moment. Maybe you've had a couple of shots, or in your case, you're stir-crazy because you've been in your desk for seven hours. You read something. You laugh. And you send it to Barry, and then you have to sit on the show and listen to it. Yeah. And now you're the guy who the check has to come out of his account. Uh, See, I was a huge fan of Old Fart Freddy. And he's that, no longer Yeah, that no, was, that no was longer a, with us. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he yeah, is still I, alive. I he wanted to get alive. some of that into Asylum. So Old Fart Freddy was an old segment. If, if you were a listener of the show years ago, um, it, it was an, an advertiser head, and it was this uh, older gentleman, Fred, that works for us. They would talk about in my day, this is what it was. But today they do this and go back and forth, and it was racy. Yes, racy. It was racy. Not as bad as Barry's asylums, but 
but but but Barry took this asylum segment and he turned a little, put a little Opa Freddy in yes, it. Yes, he did. So uh, anyway, um, the uh, advertiser switched up for sure, but it, they, it they said they liked the segment, yes, but they but wanted to advertise a different cigar. And short time later, sold his company <laughs> to a major major company. Yeah. So did that have something to do with it? Probably. I better clean it up a bit, right, Probably. of what it is. So this was another, you know, how did I figure some of these things out? Because when they make moves like that, it's like, wonder why they would do this. Some Somebody in corporate said, yeah, that's not good. See, I, I know Tom Wazooker, and I think he would find some of the racy stuff funny. I don't really know Christian and Asylum. Oh, he's CLA. a funny guy. Are you kidding me? And I don't know if he would appreciate it. I hope he would. The checks keep clearing. There so, we go. Yeah, that's all. Next so, week, we will return to something semi-pornographic. There we go. Please don't. Just a couple of weeks off every once see, in a while. See, see that's, a, that's a thing to tune in. That's a, 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 a move, teaser. A, a teaser to get people to tune in. i got to hear what he says next week. When will Barry cross the line and get suspended from the cigar? Really? Authority? Really? I didn't even know that was an option. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> can we suspend him? I guess. We can do whatever we want, I guess. Um, so Barry's off stage today. Uh, and the reason he's off stage is because now we're going with a pro professional producer. Not me. <laughs> Not you. I'm not professional at all. Well, that and he hasn't <laughs> shaved and he's wearing a T-shirt. But the idea was that the professional producer will be down there and then we have up here and we can concentrate on doing the show as opposed to producing at the same time, which a lot of podcasters do. They do their production while they're in the doing. They certainly can do it. But does it take your mind off of what were you talking about? A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, trying to look at the screen, getting ready for the next segment. Right. Kind of tuning you guys out a little bit and then yeah. I get caught. Yeah. So um, the, the um, Stu is going to be the producer and he starts on Wednesday and I said, he started on last Wednesday and I said, okay, we'll do Saturday too. And he says, well, I can't do Saturday. And I said, why is that? He says, well, it's a Jewish holiday. And I said, really? Barry Stein, is Saturday a Jewish <laughs> holiday? And he said, I have no idea. Do I get bonus <laughs> points because we're about to go into another month and he still hasn't changed his last name based on my prediction? Is there some sort of life bonus that can happen I'm out of this? I'm just waiting now for the state to finalize it. Okay. Paperwork is in, money's paid, waiting for the state to finalize it. I wonder if I just – But I celebrated a Jewish holiday this morning with a BLT. Oh, my oh, God. See? So you're definitely off. You're, you're out. <laughs> I did not. I did not, and I'm not Jewish, but I don't think on the swine, that's all. <sighs> that's it. So besides the Cigar Authority, maybe the Ash Holes, is there any other podcast you listen to that you want to share with us? You know, maybe that has nothing to do with cigars. Or, I know. have one that I really enjoy. Uh, this kid, Ryan Swift, does a podcast called The Track, and he interviews mostly Lindy Hop professional swing dancers that have a long history in the dance, band leaders. I'm into swing dancing, and the dance that I do, West Coast Swing, is tied to Lindy Hop. It's where it comes from, and I enjoy the history of it. And he does a great job with his interviews. Yeah, so it's called the track, the track with Ryan Swift. And for me, I'm not loyal to one particular podcast. If something is big in the news, I'll look for a podcast that fits that and see what somebody else's viewpoint is. You know, the whole thing with the NFL. I'm not going to get into what side I'm on, but I wanted to hear what other people were saying about the subject that weren't on mainstream media. So this week I listened to quite a few football-related podcasts. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it depends. Last, year, last year you stayed away from football. And I'm back to staying away from it after ah. the actions of last weekend. 
All right. I was wondering because one person did it last year and you said, I'm out. Yeah. And now a whole bunch of people. And, and I'm out again. And I'm out too. I don't really watch football. There's, a, there's another one that someone turned <laughs> me on to, uh, podcast-wise. Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Now, you think that two hours is a long time. It's a long time. This guy's podcast range from four to six hours. Wow. Because he goes deep, deep, deep. The, the latest episode is the Celtic Holocaust. He covers every single thing in the Celtic Holocaust from start to finish. And it, if it takes him six hours, it takes him six hours. It's a long podcast. It's a long podcast. But you can pause it and go back to it. All of a sudden, two hours doesn't seem very long. Imagine doing this for six hours. No, I cannot. I was thinking someday that maybe for a charity or something that we do 24 hours, we go nonstop. Just keep going. Set a world record? Find out what the world record is? Yeah. Well, I got a good charity. I mean, we could bring in uh, Glenn Loop from the CRA and raise, raise money for that. Yeah, because he can talk a lot, too. He certainly can talk. He could cover a couple of hours. And we just have guests keep coming in and stuff. And it'd be pretty cool. And we got three of us. If one has to go to the bathroom, we keep going, right? Huh? We could. Would it have to be the same show to set the record? Hang on a second. We wear diapers. And we don't and we even. See, we see who can go the longest. And you just got a backup plan in case, ah, I'm out, for, just so everybody knows, I'm out. And then you have to sit in your own filth for the rest yeah, of the show. I'm not wearing a diaper. Are you into like infantilism? But, is this like a fantasy of yours to wear a diaper? Well, I do have a collection of them at home. Is that, <laughs> does that say yes? Do you prefer Pampers or Huggies? Uh, no comment. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I listen to podcasts that have to do with my business. So I listen to everybody's cigar podcast. <laughs> I wanted to learn about coffee, so I thought I'd listen to coffee podcasts, what, what to buy and what to end up doing. And now I'm listening to podcasts about podcasts, and wow, we're doing a lot of things wrong. We're doing a lot of things right, too, but we're going to learn doing a lot of things wrong. So we're going to improve because I'm learning about podcasting after eight years. Should have did this a long time ago. But uh, trying to help out the other podcasters that come in. Sure. At the same time, when you're doing that, even when you're doing a podcast on a subject that we're doing, we end up self-teaching ourselves. As we're getting ready and prepared for a podcast. So, wonderful thing, a podcast. Think about it, you, uh, you, the listener. Think about doing your own podcast. I think you'll enjoy it. Right now, final thoughts here on the E.J. Fernandez last call. Not nearly as full-bodied as I expected. And, again, you can't judge a uh, cigar by its outer wrapper all the time. It did start off aggressive, calm down strength-wise into a solid medium. The only thing I can't get past is that the flavors are a little on the dark side for my palate. I'm not into that deep, dark, roasted, almost burnt taste. It's not for me, but it performed well. It burned well. The draw was fine. Uh, so, and it good long smoke. I mean, we've been smoking it for an hour, and I still have plenty left. You know, anisat. Yeah, a little anisat, a drink of anisat. It's got that little after you dunk your burnt toast in it. Mm. Biscotti, <laughs> a nice dry biscotti in in your. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Espresso? I'm not getting any of that. Espresso, huh? Huh? Getting, Come on, I got it. Getting the Every espresso. Once in a while, I get one right. I, I agree with Jonathan, though. <coughs> Excuse me, on the dark oats. Yeah. They pair really well with the steak that's seared on the outside, but rare on the inside. Yeah, what do they call that? Um, Pittsburgh? <coughs> Pittsburgh or whatever it is. Okay, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, I promise we're going to talk more about cigars. Actually, Mr. Jonathan's favorite cigar in the world. We are at a cafe. Uh, We're going to take a short coffee break, and when we return, we're live 
from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, in the brand new Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Raphael Nodell has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you call it for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soil of Estelian Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar age to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics, This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points of Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. 
Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar collaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tobacco Lera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Piloto de Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar. Pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This yep. is the Cigar Authority. That's right. The authority. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? On everything cigar. Just too far. Yeah. There's too much to lose. And out of the cigar industry. Keep our composure. With your host. Come on, Diablo. David Garofalo. Count of three. Name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. Mr. Jonathan. You know what? I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them. Barry Stubbs. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the Masters champion. It's time to light them up. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. It's time. Good housekeeping. For the Cigar Authority. Can we just become best friends? Yep. And we are back with our number two, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Soundstage, located today at Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the grand opening of Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Coffee's brewing. The cigars are lit. This is Stogie Heaven, if you ask me. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, 
awarded the top 10 educational podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. Okay, so we're going to have a little coffee, a little coffee break here, and today we're going with... This is the Gunstock Cold Brew. So cold brew is a 24-hour brewing process. Correct. Obviously with cold water instead of hot water dripping on it, which is making the... It extracts all of the sweetness that you can get out of the bean and leaves back all the bitter components. So if you were to take the exact same coffee, and we should do this as an experiment, make a gunstock pour over, for example, and have the gunstock cold brew and compare and contrast the two flavors. But you'll find that the uh, hot one is going to be a little more bitter and that the cold one is going to be sweeter. So can you take something like this that is sweet and now heat heat it up? up. Oh, I do it all the time. Yeah, I use the steam wand on the uh, coffee machine and steam it, get it frothed. And, it get, and now it's like hot coffee? It's like hot coffee. But, but it's sweet. better. Right. That's yeah, awesome. All right. So there's so much you can do with coffee. Learning, as I say, I'm listening to coffee podcasts to learn more about what's happening out there in the world of coffee. And there is a giant world much bigger than our little cigar world that we live in. Uh, but this next cigar we're going to go to uh, is, according to Mr. Jonathan, in a, in a world of its own. Is the best cigar it. I've ever smoked in my life, ever. 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 Is this is I'm it? the third person on the planet to have smoked this cigar. Really? Yes. Okay. Nelson Alfonso, Vartan Safarian, and me. Number three. Okay. Vartan is a cigar retailer out of Arizona. He is ambassadors buying right. cigars in Arizona. I know Vartan. He lit this up and then bought heavy. Yeah. He's probably the best dressed man in the cigar industry, and I would be the worst dressed. Yes. The two of you should do a podcast together. <laughs> <laughs> the odd couple. <laughs> so uh, what is this, Barry Stein? Well, the Byron Siglo Series 19th Century Grand Poemis comes to us from Nelson Alfonso's Selected Tobacco, who also makes Atabay and Bandolero. The Byron 19th Century is a line extension of sorts, as the cigar now comes in a stunning 25-count limited edition humidor. The cigars inside have been aging since 2012, and only 200 humidors were produced this year. The cigar represents a unique smoke experience for true cigar enthusiasts, and this sure-to-be-a-collector's item measures 6 by 56 and carries a MSRP of $33. Woo! 33 bucks. It's a lot for a cigar. Hey, it's no cheap date. But it is beautiful. Aesthetically beautiful. Now, take a, take a sniff on the wrapper. The outside wrapper, not not the foot of the cigar, but and the you get you get a little bit of the tang from a honey, right out of the hive. You just break the honeycomb and you and then you sniff the wrapper. Same thing. It's a sweetness. Same thing. It's as far as I can go. I've never broken the comb from the hive, but that's me. You're missing out. Now we're going to the foot of the cigar. Very different. Even more sweetness. My, almost a bourbony. There's some vanilla components in there. Oh, it's fantastic. There's also some uh, distinct sh- cedar, but it's different than your normal cedar. And There's I- a reason for that. Because the aging room that he puts these in and lays them down for five years is comprised of five kinds of cedar. 
one of the cedars is Lebanese cedar, and you cannot export Lebanese cedar out of Lebanon. How do you get it? They make furniture. He buys the furniture and planes the furniture down and makes his own cedar planks out of it because yeah. he's an absolute animal. To make this as perfect as it is. $33, it better be perfect. Uh, beautiful, though. Beautiful. Okay, let's give it a cut and like, see what this is all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So the cold drawer on this cigar is a cherry sweetness. Mm. He's Take a chocolate-covered cherry, you suck all the chocolate out of it, Cleanse your palate, and then eat the cherry. I guess you. It could. does taste cherry, which he has another brand called Atabay. That Atabay, you take a cold drawer in that, it's cherries every time. Mm. No doubt about it, but I, I taste some of that in here. More of a cherry cordial. I concur. Cherry cordial. I don't know what that is. Like an alcohol in a cherry. Okay. Sounds terrible. You've never had a cherry cordial? No. You'll eat a spoonful of coffee. <laughs> for $100. But you've never I, had a cherry for the cordial. Record, for the record, I wouldn't do it again for 200 That was disgusting. It was a mistake. We'll wait till you see what we got coming up today. I got another 100 burning a hole in my pocket. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if I'm in because I know now you're willing to pay. <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Renegade. This is a quad-flamed, flip-out bullet punch lighter with uh, double action. You've got to actually flip the lid open manually before you can ignite all I, four jets. I like that better. I've turned it after I've burnt myself many times. And uh, it's fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. The Vertigo Renegade retails for $14.99. It is a steal. Did you notice inside the flip-out, uh, the flip cover is a little mirror inside. So you can check your makeup. So you can check the end of your cigar as you're lighting it to make sure you got all those little spots. <coughs> I don't know if it's the F of the F, but there's a little mirror in there. Oh, yeah. <coughs> so back to our uh, idea about setting a record with yeah. the Cigar Authority. Rudy says that we should do a telethon-type show, set a dollar value go, and keep going until you get there. The Cigar Authority pay us to stop. Yeah, I like it, Rudy. Good. Ten minutes we should hit alcohol. Rudy is from Canada, and he has been a listener to the Cigar Authority since the beginning. He was Vinny DeSalvo in the chat box early on, and then changed over to Cigar Sinist about five years ago. But there from the very beginning, and he came up to visit us once, which was uh, he had two had years a great ago. Time. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great to see him, and he, we took him to each shop and everything. And he had to go home before the show actually broadcast. So he actually never sat in on the show. He had one job, yeah, Rudy. He, he had really, one job. We would have had him actually on the seat, but he wanted to, the studio at that time did not look like this. Now he's interested. Right. Now he's interested. And we, we could bring him on, and we could see how much we could get to shave his beard off. I uh -huh. like it. I like it. There you go. He's got this big beard. Sounds like a Don Raphael offer today. Yeah. But it would be for charity, Rudy. You don't get to keep the money. This all goes to charity. 
we got to find out with the, with the longest running, continue running podcast. Well, time. we know it's at least six hours because uh, somebody does a history every, guy yeah, goes as long I'm as six a, hours. Because we can get a Guinness Book of World's Racket. That'd be cool. I'm, I'm down. Are, are you good for staying awake for a long period of time? If I know I'm going to do it and I can prepare for it, yes. What do you have to do to prepare to stay awake other than stay awake? <laughs> Take Is there some sort of meditation? Sleep. you got to make sure you have enough uh, caffeine in you. Like we have no it. problem. We're in a coffee yes. shop. I can do it. Some of the things that you say, I just don't think you think about before you say yeah. it. Yeah, I have to prepare true. myself to stay up all charm. night. Part of the charm, right there. Well, you're not going to stay up and get like two hours a night to sleep before the night. Two hours of sleep the night before you do a world record. I'm going to have the hottest time myself. I get tired at nighttime. You're old. Yeah, it's to be expected. It's my nighttime. What's bedtime for you? Tennis? No. I typically start climbing into bed about 7.30. Really? Yes. My wife. No wonder why you're here so early. My wife 7.30? Yeah. Is that before or after you take your Metamucil? 7.30? Yeah. I, I typically uh, wake up around 5 in the morning without an alarm, and I'm ready to go, and I sit around. Going to bed at 7.30. You'll do that. For one. I sit around I, waiting until it would be an appropriate time to leave the house so I'm not here at work freakishly early. Do you go into bed and watch TV? And yeah, we'll usually watch a... Uh, my wife and I are hooked on that show, Shameless. So, we'll so, so that's really your couch. Your bed is like a yeah, couch for a while. Yeah, watch TV for about an hour and then usually by 8.30. And I can really? attest to him oh, yeah. being up by 5.30 because 5.30 in the morning, I'll start getting work-related emails from Jonathan. Yeah, laying on the couch, dressed, ready to go, and nothing and how, to how do. about you, Barry? When's bedtime? Uh, depends on the night of the week, 9 o'clock, unless there's a show on. It's on at 9, then I'll stay up till like 10, 10.30. Really, you guys? I, I thought you were going to say when I still told you ten o'clock, you were going to say, "Oh my God!" For go twenty to- years, I had to untrain myself to be an early bird. I had to go the opposite and stay out till one, two in the morning. Yeah, me too. And then sleep till noontime. But I hate it. When me I, li- when I, I like going to bed early and getting up early. When I lived in Miami, New York, I was out till one, two o'clock every day at the earliest. Moving up here in New Hampshire, and you still get up early from work. Yeah, but I would, you know, on some weekends I would sleep till like one, two o'clock in the afternoon. Make, try to catch up. But here in New Hampshire, it's everybody's up early, goes to bed early, so I just fit into my environment. Well, we got to find out the longest podcast today's International Podcast Day. So yeah, we're giving. Got, we're giving. Somebody's got that information out there. We're giving an awful lot of people the wrong idea. They're going to try it before us, and we're gonna, so we're going we'll to have to have something to beat. I have to do something that's really long. Rudy said it would take billions to shave his beard. Billions of dollars. Billions. Oh, and that's not going to happen because we ain't going to raise no billion dollars on this show. How about how about uh, get the ZZ Top guys here or something? <laughs> <laughs> that we can get that for a lot less yeah. than Rudy's beard. ZZ Top. Uh, okay, let's find out. Uh, let's talk about cigars just a little bit and uh, find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's What's Up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled N2-bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. This week was crunch time as manufacturers were racing to get their products registered with the FDA before the September 30th deadline. In true government fashion, the web portal kept crashing, forcing the FDA to extend the deadline to October 12th, 
resulting in a collective sigh of relief from the industry that's been known to wait to the last minute. In other FDA news, the 2018 user fees are expected to go up 10% to roughly 4.75 cents per cigar. The initial user fee saw manufacturers pass on an increase to consumers, so it'll be curious to see what happens with this. I know the answer to that. <laughs> Price increase. Just a heads up, everybody. This week, the U.S. government issued a travel advisory for Cuba tied into the acoustic attacks on the U.S. Embassy. The U.S. Embassy has significantly reduced its staff and will no longer process visa requests. For our international listeners, Habano's SA announced this week the release of a new size of Hoya de Monterrey, a petite bellicoso, measuring 5 by 52. And lastly, two weeks ago, British primatologist Jane Goodall wrote to FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb urging an end to what she called cruel and unnecessary and shameful research. The research was animal research on monkeys and the effects of nicotine. I'd like to take this time to invite Peta to join us in our fight against the FDA. And that's what's up in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is... What's up? What's up is we're smoking this Byron 19th century Grand Poema. Outstanding. All right. Outstanding. One of the best. One of the best. Have you ever I've had, ever had. Have you ever had hot chocolate made with heavy cream? Yes. Okay. So you got chocolate with heavy cream, and then you add just a... Just a touch of spice, maybe a cayenne pepper, just a dusting in there. There's a little spice, but it's sweet and chocolatey. And creamy. And creamy. Add a little cedar, and I'll give you this. It's too late. You already gave it to me. But I'll add some cedar. I think that cedar presents on the palate a little with that little hint of spice, and that's what I pick up. I can see that. Wow. Yeah, it's fantastic. Of all cigars, and there's a lot of them, and you smoke everything, this is the this best is my favorite. of everything. Every single cigar I've ever smoked. Every size of every cigar, this is the exact one. I'm, I'm going to be giving a review of this cigar this week on the CigarAuthority.com. There is a chance this could join the ranks of two other cigars. Of the highest rated. Yep. This is outstanding. Outstanding. So for the um, – there was a uh, – uh, I don't want to even give that away. So somebody came in this week and – annoying, and I'll tell you that part of the story later. <laughs> I don't want to give something away. Okay. So guy's kind of annoying, and he says to me, uh, I want you to pick me out a, uh, a cigar, and I show him this. This is my favorite cigar of all time. And he says, well, who are you to decide that something is a great cigar? Of your favorite. And I, that's what I said. Yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah. And he goes, well, do you have any credentials? And I go, well, I'm the manager. I've been doing this for a long time. What else? I'm like, I'm on a podcast for eight years about cigars called The Cigar Authority. I'm an authority on the subject. He goes, I'm not satisfied. I pull out Cigar Journal and I flip to the page that has my name on it. I go, I'm right there, Mr. <laughs> Jonathan. He goes, how do I know that's you? There's no last name. I'm sure your license doesn't say Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> yes, it does. So I open up my... 
humidor and I grab all the papers because we got that ridiculous order from them to do all those uh, tastings. And I show him, and then on the top of that page it says, Mr. Jonathan, and I connected all the dots, and he says, all right, well, I'm not trying this cigar that I've never had before. But So well, you, you proved everything to him, and you couldn't close him. I couldn't close him. You say, okay, everything's I told crazy. you, the That's guy was annoying. So why don't you say, why don't you just say, I don't care who you are, I'm not buying it. Dave, you should take his coffee away from him, because coffee is for closers. Yes. Well, he bought a more expensive cigar. He bought a more expensive than $33? He bought the Padron 50th. Okay. So it wasn't a complete failure. Coincidentally, was Nelson Alfonso the same guy? He made the humidor yeah. through that whole thing with him. Okay. Yeah. But how do you not want to – you just said it was the best thing you've ever had, and here's all you could – How could you not be curious at that point? Yeah. I don't know. And this is the thing, and for you folks that just smoke once in a while and you always smoke the same cigar, there is a whole world of cigars out there. And you may think that you like mild cigars, and that's because you've never smoked a cigar that's a little stronger, and you should push yourself a little bit every once in a while and yeah. go into medium. And you know what? Every once in a while, you should smoke a full-bodied cigar just to make sure you don't like it still. Even if you know you don't like it, you should do it once in a while. There's a cigar I'll leave nameless that I smoke once a year. It was a big-selling <laughs> cigar for us from when we opened the store in 1985, a big, big seller. And people would come in and say, I want a really good cigar. Give me this. And they would keep doing it. And I would smoke it. And it would be terrible. And every year I go back to it because I'm saying, can this many people be wrong? It is a terrible cigar. Well, it doesn't <laughs> – if it, if it doesn't burn well, it's a bad cigar. If it doesn't draw well, it's a bad cigar. But if it burns well and draws well and it isn't your flavor profile, that's – But it, it doesn't taste good to me. To you. To me. But so I continue to do it because I say, all right, you you should, yeah, you should. Um, and we carry lots of brands, but there's a lot of brands we don't carry. And we've done the research for you. Believe me, we've smoked so much crap, so you don't have to. Yeah, that's the whole idea. We say we smoke the crap, so you don't have to. Because we smoke a lot of crap uh, because we have to decide if we're taking it in or not. So what we think we have is the best of the best, depending on price and things like that. Next week uh, on the Cigar Authority, October 7th, uh, we're going back in time. We're going to talk about old cigars and old cigar companies. I'm looking forward to that. So because I, we had so much to do to get ready for this, uh, the grand opening here and stuff, I don't have a lot of research done, so I'm counting on you guys. <coughs> but I know I'm the oldest guy uh, to remember some of them. But Barry, you got a lot of uh, old brands yeah, you can think of. Yeah, whatever have written to, down already. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go uh, take the time capsule, go back in time, and uh, see what uh, – the, the old days of cigars were and what was great and uh, what maybe wasn't so great or what we thought was great. The following week, a special, uh, this is October 14th, a special surprise guest. It's going to be a real behind-the-scenes thing, uh, things that nobody knows, things you might not even want to know. Uh, You're really going forward with that. Yep. And You're going to get into trouble. And we're smoking a cigar that the cigar maker doesn't even want to sell. So we're going to smoke that cigar, too. But this is a secret guest that must name, remain nameless. Must remain nameless. I can't believe you're going show. through with that. I know you know. I but, can't uh, believe you're doing it. You're going to – it's, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be something different. I'm against this. I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm all for it. We might get some backlash at the end of might? this thing. Yeah, we might. Uh, get some, so anyway, that's to look forward to, and uh, we'll see. 
what that uh, what that entails. I think I feel I think I'm feeling a little sick that day. Why? Don't you should all the more want to be part of this. You should all the more want to be part of it. Right now, it's time to take the Don Raphael offer of the day. You ready, Mr. Jonathan? Bring it on. Okay, a hundred dollars again, and I'll take that hundred dollars out. Eat a stick of butter like a banana. The whole stick of butter. Just eat it. <sighs> there is a, a scenario under which I would eat a stick of butter, and it would be only if I was in the Iditarod, and I needed to consume that many calories in a short amount of time to stay alive. And the reason why I said Mr. Jonathan, and I didn't throw a boat, boat at you, because Barry's <laughs> oh, like, I'm, I'm in. I'm in, 100%. I'm in, right, I'm in right now. I ate one on the way to work. <laughs> I am not eating a stick of butter for... A hundred dollars. Not for a thousand. So if, if it was, and I gave you two crackers, then would you eat it? Put no. it in between two crackers and then eat A it. stick of butter. If yeah. you were talking about a pad of butter, I could pull that off. But a stick of butter. Like a banana, uh, just chew it and eat it all. We'll uh, and you, I like butter. And we'll let you chew salted or unsalted. No, you have to I, be unsalted. That's, see, I thought you prefer salted things. Always has to go there. <laughs> no way? Always. No way. Last week, ground coffee. Teaspoon, no problem. Not no problem. I would okay. never do it again. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Especially now that I know you'll pay and I'll have butter. to. Stick of butter, folks. Nah, it's going to mess with your stomach. You're going to have bathroom problems. But you eat butter all the time, Not right? that much. No. So it's the, it's the amount. I don't One put stick. a stick of butter in a whole thing of mashed potatoes. Quarter pound. Right? Yeah. Is that a quarter That's pound? That's a quarter pound. Quarter it's pound. a quarter pounder. Quarter pounder of butter. Mm. Eat it. Melt like it. A, but no, you got to eat it like a banana. Got to eat it like a banana. This, you can melt a banana, can't you? <laughs> if I can prove that I can melt a banana, can I drink the butter? Can you melt a banana? <laughs> <laughs> Bananas Foster? Anything? Yeah. What a nice cigar. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Byron, 19th century. You know, there's certain, cigars, there's certain cigars when you smoke them, you feel like you are a different person. You feel like you've arrived. And this is that cigar. This is me. the one that slows me down. I, think I can I'm talking slow. I can put my feet up on your desk when you're not here, yeah. and, I, <laughs> and I can be the big shot for half an hour. Yeah, and really, is that why you come to work early? You yes, sit I sit at desk. your desk. <laughs> Sometimes I have clothes on. Oh my god, my feet god. are always up. Burn that chair. Burn that chair. I hope you remove the history of his browser before it shows up. <laughs> oh my god, I don't even clear the history on my phone. All right, let's go to break. It's enough of that talk. When we come back, we got a classic three-way. We're bringing in somebody else. We're bringing somebody else in from another podcast. Ah. Because uh, last week, Sean was a loser. And uh, That's not nice. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan's going to get debonair. He's got some letters in the mailbox. And we're going to finish up this great cigar. We're live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Smokey Joe's is changing the dress code when it comes to enjoying a premium handmade cigar. Using the finest materials of velvet and silk, their smoking jackets are made for a lasting impression. Smokey Joe's has fitted the likes of Smokey Robinson, James Brown, Sammy Davis Jr., and now they want to fit you too with a smoking jacket. Proudly designed and manufactured in the USA, 
Smokey Joe's invites you to feel the inspiration of fashion from an era where clothing was designed using only the finest materials and craftsmanship. Smokey Joe's clothing continues to be a story of America at its best. Innovation, hard work, and fearless enterprise. When you light up the best, smoke it while wearing the best. Smoking Joe's Smoking Jackets. Available at SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com That's SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com Be sure to tell them the Cigar Authority sent you. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except a name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars and the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake. Jose Dominguez, not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. 
Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Raised in Cuba and steeped in the rich tradition of the Fernandez cigar legacy, A.J. Fernandez produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua, ensuring superior quality. The day-to-day operations at Tabacalera A.J. Fernandez Cigars de Nicaragua are managed under the watchful eye of A.J. Fernandez himself. Through a fusion of inherited techniques and learned patience, A.J. Fernandez filler tobaccos are grown from prized seeds which are proprietary only to the Fernandez family. Perhaps the most essential quality of the A.J. Fernandez line of cigars, such as New World, Enclave and Last Call, is the perspective and motivation of A.J. Fernandez, as well as the history of the Fernandez family. Enjoy the continuing legacy of A.J. Fernandez cigars. This is Armando Sante, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio And we are back, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Soundstage. Gentlemen, Jonathan is doing the Tebania style. we got a classic three-way Letters in the mailbox and more. Welcome back. We're smoking the Byron 19th century Grand Poema. The Is ash, it not exceptional? It's exceptional. We're uh, maybe 30 minutes into the cigar. My ash is still intact. Yours is. Um, it's burning very slow. Would you say 55 ring gauge? 56. 56 ring gauge. Ring gauge for the new listeners out there. One ring gauge equals one sixty-fourth of an inch across. So 64 sixty-fourths would be an inch if it was a 64 ring gauge. would be 64 one inch across. This is 55, so damn close to it. So pretty thick cigar. Uh, burning perfect. Um, what would you say, about six, six inches long? Yeah. Yeah, I think you can tell yeah. why it's my favorite. I'm only about an inch or so down uh, in 30 minutes, so you're going to get... You're going to get an hour and a half out of this, I would say. An hour and a half for 33 bucks. It's a vacation, right? It's a mini vacation. Mini vacation. It's the best therapy in the world. You can't get a therapist for that price. You do you talk to your cigars, Barry? Is that what you're trying yes, to tell I us? Yes, I do. It tells me to tell be them calm all your problems. and more relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Mr. Jonathan's favorite cigar in the whole wide world. I just made the mistake of reading the chat box. I'm sorry. Uh, what about rubbing cocoa butter on Mr. J's head? I hear it's good for bald heads. Maybe we'll do that on the 24-hour thing. About 18 hours in when we get goofy and stuff because this is regular. Can you imagine cocoa uh, butter on your head? Can you imagine us punch drunk? Yeah. Can you imagine how thick the show I like the idea, is going to be? I like the idea <laughs> of people pay to make us stop. Well, because it will get progressively worse as the show goes on. Okay, just stop here. I, I sent the money in. I'm going to write a whole bunch of asylums, one worse than the other. But we got to – what do you call? You call Guinness Book of World's Record and you ask them what the thing is? Well, you have to tell – you have to find out what it is. You have to tell them that you're going to make an attempt at it. 
Um, they're supposed to send somebody out to verify it. Oh, God. But they can they can just simply watch it. They can watch it. We'll have to make sure that YouTube can handle something at the oh. scheduled length. I don't know. I think we're, we are a verified user, so we might be able to go as long as we want. But it's something that we'll have to check into. But they might have to be here in person. Because they could say that was recorded and it wasn't actually live. So I'm looking. Okay, we're still going. I wonder, uh, what if we crashed? You're out. No. Uh, no. Not necessarily because we save a copy of the broadcast locally and we can upload that later. Yeah. I'm just thinking what could go wrong. And you know, if, you're 18 if, hours here. It's 18 and a half. You're and thinking vodcast. You've got to only think podcast. You're going to think how long is the podcast going to be because that's the record. Well, we'll do both at the same time. Okay. Might as well go for both records, right? Because yeah. we'll video it at the same time. And the good thing about our software, it records it. So if something even happened on the audio file, we could pull it. So we are, not I just jinx something will happen, but it, and it covers and, us. And it would be a podcast that no one would ever listen to again. <laughs> True. Right? Yeah, we'd have eight views. I think we have to put keywords throughout. And the first person to say all the keywords wins some. They get to donate a thousand dollars. So twenty-four hours, something here. twenty-four keywords. There's, some, there's something here. I think we make the attempt. Anyway, while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is gentleman Jonathan. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Do you need a gentleman? <laughs> You need a gentleman? And this is the gentleman's way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide their clients with Wait suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be tracked, subtracted from one's life. People make mistakes. And as gentlemen, we must be careful not to judge people based solely on how a single interaction makes us feel. My seventh grade history teacher used to say that when you point your finger at someone, there are three of your own fingers pointing back at you. Keep in mind that someone may be in a position in their life where they have to choose between wrong and wronger. Is that a word? I'm going to go with it anyway. As am I. The fact that you are on the receiving end of something bad does not mean you have walked a mile in their shoes. Good people sometimes do bad things, and bad people sometimes do good things. As gentlemen, we must hold ourselves to a higher standard. We know we are good people doing good things, and between God and karma, someone else can sort out the rest. The question is, are you debonair or not? Are you? I am. You talk a good game, but, but you actually do it. You talk the talk, but yeah. you walk the you walk. You walk the walk, Mr. Jonathan. I walk the walk. All right. I think some of our uh, listeners may feel differently about them, and we have one right here. <laughs> and the following message. <laughs> Wait a segue. That was yeah. really good. <laughs> uh, the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Just wanted to send a note of thanks to you guys. I've been watching for three or four years, and I find the show both entertaining and informative. I had surgery last week, which left me homebound while recovering. Fortunately, Having access to the archive show has been a godsend. Thanks for bringing some joy to an otherwise pain-in-the-ass recovery, literally. Ah. Keep up the good work. Chris from Birmingham, Alabama. Chris. Mentioned Chris. surgery. One of our faithful listeners who's usually here a lot. 
Frank Corey. Yes. Just recovering from uh, surgery and Went a home, foot right? issue. He's finally home. Thank God. But he has to stay off of his feet for about eight weeks. So he's going to listen to old shows. Don't go too far back, folks, yeah. because as I say, as bad as this is, some of the early stuff. <laughs> There's PB and AB. Yeah. Yeah. Before, <laughs> before Barry, you have pre Barry, after Barry. We took, we took a we small went, dip. I think we went downhill once I came on board. What do you say, Mr. John? Mr. Debonair? What do you, how do you answer that? You just don't say anything? Is that bite your tongue? Bite the tongue. Bite the tongue to feed you. Okay. Um, so we have um, been doing this um, classic day in class history each time. And uh, I thought today we'd bring on somebody from another podcast. So why don't you grab a chair for him? Where do you want to put him? Put them up here or whatever. Yeah. So so Aaron is um, does the podcast The Ash Holes, and uh, we're going to bring Aaron on. And uh, this is a podcast that's been going on not even not even a year yet. But I'll, I'll tell you how uh, Aaron started off here. Uh, Aaron doesn't work for us. Uh, he would come in as he did today in in the audience to watch the show, and uh, the next thing you know. Um, one the Ashles consisted of three people, and then one person ends up moving on to another business and left two people, and another person ends up uh, going on the road to go visit somebody or do something, and it left uh, Pastor Padron all by himself, flying solo. And uh, he's uh, somebody I think Jonathan might have been you that said to Aaron, uh, "You, you want to just jump on the show and." Uh, he said, "Sure," <laughs> and never left. Yeah, Can't that's the play. That's the play, right? And there. have you have you ever done it before? No, you never did a podcast or broadcast in any way. Yeah, I did a little radio in college. Yeah, but, you know, nothing major. So it was very nice of you to, to to jump in, and that turned into the following week that something went wrong, also, and there you were, <laughs> and uh, it's been ever since. So part of the the Ashhole family it doesn't yeah. sound very nice, but you you are part of the Ashhole yeah. family. Uh, so thank you for that, <laughs> and and now you consider it every week. I mean, yeah. here you are. Yeah. You like it. Oh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and have you told friends and people that have nothing to do with cigars, and you say, this is what I do? Yeah, and they're always like, oh, that's a good fit for you. <laughs> yeah? So, yeah. They're all, I always expect kind of like a, uh, kind of sneers at it, but no, they're all, you know, like, oh, hey, that's a good fit for you. So. And do they end up listening, the non-cigar Some, smokers? Yeah, I've had a few friends that aren't cigar smokers that have listened and they're entertained by it. So it's yeah? Like, oh, are you known in your circle of friends as the cigar guy? Yeah, now, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, nowadays. Well, especially now. Since the doing... podcast, yeah, people yeah. are, I mean, I've got friends of friends that come up to me and they're like, oh, hey, you know, but the cigar's right. And I was like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> so, no yeah. kidding. No yeah. kidding. So uh, today we're going to do the classic three-way. You know how that works. It's mm-hmm. supposed to go whenever. Classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of. Epic rap battle. Now it's time for the epic battle. Wow, it's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day, anyone about this, I'll f-ing kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history, it is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigar. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under. Get this, under. Three dollars per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from. Yeah. Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold, 
and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at TwoGuysCigars.com. That's TwoGuysCigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, it's the closest without going over. Who was our champion from last year? Who dethroned Sean? That would be I. Mr. Jonathan's going to go first. So how this works for our new listeners out there is they're going to guess the year without going over that year. And uh, whoever's closest gets the point. If they hit that point exact, they get two points. And Aaron, are you a historian in any way? Uh, not really, no. You're a school teacher, right? Uh, no, I work in special ed. But oh, special ed? Yeah. Okay, so this group over here is perfect for you, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, perfect. Okay, Mr. Jonathan, today Jack the Ripper murders two more women in London. Jack the Ripper. What year? <clears throat> 1822. 18. 18- 22. Aaron. 1888. 1888. 1878. 1878. You're all close, but only one person was going to win it, and they hit it exact. Aaron. 1888. John, and you knew you had it exact. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How's that? Because it's all about the dates in that book. Yeah. Okay. Barry Stein, law ball to you. The city of New York is established today. Oh, wow. What year? Seven. Oof. 1723. 1723, Mr. J. Uh, 1717. Right. 1724 for the point. That's how it's is broadcast on TV for the first time. Radio's Grand Old Opry is broadcast on TV for the first time. Oh. 1963. 63. Mr. J. 1958. 58. 1950. 1950. Somebody's got two points. Aaron. Two points. 1950. I'm beginning to see. I'm beginning to see a pattern. pattern. No, uh, this is the pattern. Dave picks the guest. Feeds them the answers, <laughs> and then we get a shutout. Not at all. It's 5 nothing. And Aaron knows that this is true now because he's on the receiving end of it. Maybe you guys aren't as bright as you say you are. I've never claimed to be bright okay. in any way. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan, the Flintstones, the first animated sitcom created by Hanna Barra, premieres on ABC in the U.S. today. What year? 1967. 67. 1960. 1960. 1960. 1961. 61. Somebody's got two points. And he's raising his hand. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> so we have, wow, we have six to zero to zero so far. We got two questions left. Should we even bother? <sighs> <laughs> Let's no go to. even catch him. Who's this go to? Goes to me, I think. May as well go okay. to Aaron. 
Howard Stern gets fired from WNBC New York today. Howard Stern gets fired from WNBC. Oh, gosh. I say WNBC like that because that's how they made him say it on the show. I don't know. 1985? 1985. 82. 82. 99. 99. Somebody's got two points. Aaron. You've got to be friggin' kidding me. That's it. Did you prepare for this? <laughs> no. Not at all. Nailing it. Did you read a book on that one, too? No, that was just a wild guess. Wild guess. Um, over to you, Barry. Last okay. one, just for fun. Sure. Or, or just for, it's eight to zero to zero. It might be the biggest ever. <laughs> Jerry Springer's tabloid talk show, The Jerry Springer Show, debuted today. What year? 1997. 97. He says what it was like. He knew what he was talking about. 1990. 1990. I think I actually know this. 91. 91. You do know it. Two points. It's friggin' ridiculous, right? 10, 10 to, zero. to 0 to 0. Will you autograph this for me? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to file a formal protest. You can do whatever you want. He's a genius, I think. Uh, I don't think he's allowed on the show anymore. No more cross-pollination between the two shows. Is it possible we have two people in the room that have a photographic memory? It is possible. Mm, almost photographic. You do yeah, pretty, If I read it, I remember it. Do you remember things that happened to you many years ago, ridiculous things? Is this possible there was two people in the same room? We're going to have to have. Can we see your phone browser history to see if you were on <laughs> famous birthdays? He didn't even have his phone out. Yeah, no. Wow. I am, I am unbelievably impressed. Unbelievably <laughs> impressed. I am unbelievably annoyed. <laughs> Good. It's the goal. I would be so dangerous if I knew how to back. do this, yeah. you guys. <laughs> Jared, have you ever met another person that could do what you do? I can't do it. You can <laughs> do, it. do it. Jared from Christoph Cigars is here. He's, he's doing an event today. They just had the, the Ashholes. They did the Ashholes show, and he was on uh, in the show. And we had him up here. I don't know if you remember that episode that we scattered a whole bunch of numbers and then he recited, can you say those numbers, what they are? Yeah. Go ahead. All right, I, I, It is I correct said, because <laughs> the 1212 I know is at the end. Okay, I said those numbers to him a couple of years ago. Three years ago. What day, what day was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago. He knows. So, uh, But he said, it's not like that. I can't do that. And I said, well, just for the hell of it, let's do it. So I, I put all these numbers down. I said it to him. Let him look at it for a second, <laughs> turned it over, and said, okay, say it. And he says it. And I said, say it again. I want to check that. And he's got it exact. And here it is a couple of years later. He still knows that. Wow, is that unbelievable. What? Get, i got to figure out something to do with you guys. <laughs> Maybe we could pit them against each other in some yeah, sort a of – A little contest or blood something. Blood feud. You know, you mentioned before that, that Aaron's on the Ashles. You can go to unitedpodcastnetwork.tv. Yeah. You can listen and see the episodes on that site. You can also get it from Podbean, yeah. iTunes, Google Play. Yeah, United Podcast Network will be the go-to place for all the podcasts on the United Podcast Network, including the Cigar Authority. You just click on it, uh, and there's all the podcasts. If you go to VODcast, that means video on demand. There's the video cast. Really not a lot to look at. In our shows, both of our shows, we got I, snazzy jackets. Yeah, we got both wearing college <laughs> shirts. We're looking good. We got the jackets from um, Smokey Joe's, Joe's Clothing out of Chicago. If you if you want one of these, I'll tell you, we're selling them. Not we're selling them. They're selling them because people say, "Where do you get these?" 
when you get them there. They're awesome. They can make them exactly the way you want it. Um, people are tending to want the, the blue like I have, but I can, it just looks this way on me. <laughs> results may vary. Yeah. <laughs> results may vary. You know, let them rest in peace, but there's something very Hugh Hefner about you yes. in that jacket. Yes, when I when I saw that, I said, uh, I wonder if they'll do some marketing thing with because I think they provided him with a smoking jacket too. Yeah. They did um, the, the James Brown, yeah, the Temptations, Five Temptations, lots of famous people, just about everybody in Motown, yeah, and the Cigar Authority. Hmm. So, uh, well, what do we got? We got minutes left. We don't want to go over today because we got other people coming in. So, uh, final thoughts, I'd say, on um, the Byron. 20th century to 19th century grand poema different than the 19th century dinner different than the 21st century this is the one in the white box there's a yellow box and there's a black box and there's also jaws and everything this is the one in the white box they have a, a line of um lord byron himself was a poet so there's the petite poema meaning small, small poem, poem the poema meaning poem and this is the grand poema large poem right and um you find this different than the other poemas also. It is in the same vein of those flavor-wise. You, you pick up some of those same notes, but it just has been aged for such a longer time. You've only got uh, a year, year and a half on the petite poema and the regular poema. This is five years old in that aging room. It makes a difference. Yeah, plus the... the Thicker ring gauge that's happening here, more flavors. You're smoking it yourself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been smoking it. For, it's lasted almost an hour and a half now. Yeah. So and I even I had put it down, walked away for about five minutes, came back, still lit, which yeah. really impressed me. Yeah. Well made, unbelievable. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna dread reviewing this this week because sometimes a cigar is just a cigar and it should be enjoyed. This is one of those cigars that I don't want to put too much thought into what it is. It's just incredibly relaxing, incredibly smooth, in a, and I just want to enjoy it. Yeah, but you're saying relaxing while we're broadcasting. You know, it's not even like a lot of the cigars is when we're smoking cigars for the Cigar Journal magazine and, and reviewing it, uh, reviewing a regular cigar for ourselves, uh, talking about a cigar on the show, and then there's one that I'm just sitting back smoking a cigar. If it was the same cigar for each one of those things, the one I'm going to enjoy best is the one I'm, I don't have to write while right. I'm doing yep. it and do this. So we're loving the cigar this much while we're actually broadcasting yeah. and doing it. It's just it's incredible. Yeah. It's, it's going to join the list. Yeah. it's This is a 100-rated cigar. It's great. It's great. Okay. That's it. That's all the time we have. Uh, thank you to all our new listeners that are out there. Happy International Podcast Day. Uh, coming up uh, on International Podcast Day on the United Podcast Network is the well-seasoned gourmand. That's in 30 minutes. Uh, next week, we're going to go back in time, as we said. We're smoking old cigars and a new cigar that takes you back in time. So until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And other than everything that Aaron taught us today, I'm sure you've learned nothing else in the last two hours. So always remember to keep the lit end out of your mouth. Choices, Strody Hammer.
Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.